Yo, what's good? It's your boy, SB Report 706, also known as Southbridge 706. This is the podcast. Uh, we have one of our usual suspects, uh, El Chapa, right now. Was, uh, last I saw, she smoked a hookah and probably drinking overpriced drinks and, uh, you know, not spitting no game nobody. So, uh, Marcus, introduce yourself. She's probably sitting there waiting for someone to come up and spit some game to her, trying to wind it out. And, and then not recognize that they're trying to spit game. Okay. <laughs> Game does, game does not recognize game when it comes to her. Yeah, so shout out for Elf for being hella trash. So this week we got a couple, actually quite a few interesting topics. We're going to talk about uh, Vontae Davis of the Bills just quitting his job in the middle of the game. We got uh, Lil Wayne making some breaking news as far as his uh, self-inflicted gunshot wound that we all heard about and he rapped about and all that fun stuff. Colin Kaepernick at Nike and uh, I guess the quote-unquote backlash this brand new move has had for Nike whether it's been negative or positive. And also we will talk about your man, Drizzy Drake. Apparently this man is the, te- the Teflon Don. He could do no wrong. Uh, we didn't question him for blackface. You know, allegedly he's out here dating an 18 year old. We'll get to that really quick. But first thing we're talking about is DC comics, the DCU. Mm. I, I have never seen so much disarray and anarchy and chasing your own tail with the DCU. Shout out to President Black on Twitter who he tries to defend the DCU as much as possible. With these recent moves that they're making, I it's it's undefensible. Like uh they've gotten rid of he tries uh, so hard. He tries so yeah, hard. They're getting rid of what Henry Cavill as Superman. Uh what other moves did they make Marcus? Uh Ben Affleck has pretty much dropped out of it. And I don't think they I don't think they got rid of the guy that played Superman. I think he's like I'm done playing Superman. And this is supposed to be the beginning of their, you know, quote unquote, phase one or two or whatever plan they have going on. Because this is this is not the right direction for DC right now. They are they are a sinking ship, and everybody appears to be jumping off it right now. Yeah, I mean, we can run down all the the most recent DC films. What, what do we have? Uh, Batman vs Superman. It was all right. Wasn't anything great. The extended version supposed to make it so much better. It was alright too. Wasn't that special? Uh, Suicide Squads, forgettable. Wonder Woman, great. Uh, Justice League, yeah, it was cool. I mean, yeah, felt rushed. Was, yeah, yeah, it definitely felt rushed. And then everybody allegedly on Twitter is excited for this Aquaman movie, but I mean, at this point, man, these people are chasing their tails. I have no clue what's going on. I keep very little expectations for those movies, but. If anybody on Twitter or Facebook, internet wants to explain what is going on in DC and how they can fix it, please let me know at SPU four seven zero six. I, I honestly have no clue what to say about that. So the thing that but, makes it worse is that DC. When you compare DC to Marvel, DC has the more interesting characters. Not even counting like the superheroes, but even even if you look at the villains. I would say that DC has better villains than Marvel. They have better heroes. I think they have more intriguing storylines, but DC tried to microwave what Marvel took, you know, 10 years to create. DC thought they could just go in, make one Superman movie, and then the next movie throw in Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and then mention three other superheroes, and then another movie toss them all in there. Like it doesn't, it didn't work for them. I felt like they should have just 
did their own thing, took their time, made sure these people are under contract. Because when you sign up to be in a Marvel movie, especially if you're a hero, you don't just sign on for one movie and that's it. Like Chadwick Boseman, when he signed up for Black Panther, he signed up to be Black Panther for like four movies. So he's already down two. Well, actually, he's down three. So he's still got like, what, one more to go? And but they they signed him with the intent of using him for more movies with Ben Affleck and, and Henry dropping out. Who's going to be Superman now for your future movies? Who's going to be Batman for your future movies? He's they, they've already been established in your two, you know, cornerstone movies. And now they're gone. Like, what is who is in charge over there? Yeah. And, and now DCU thinks of slick allegedly trying to get the Black Panther stimulus package with rumors scrolling around that Michael B. Jordan could be a candidate to play Superman. Now, if you think this country is divided already on racial issues, <laughs> if this were to happen, which I don't think it will because it is incredibly ridiculous, I saw I saw a black guy on Twitter say he'll be right out there with the white people boycotting the movie because it, is, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I get it. Superman is a, a cartoon character. I know there was an issue people complaining about... Uh, Starfire from the Teen Titans being cast as an African-American woman, even though she's like a purple alien. But th this would just be the, the biggest reach. And I would watch it just to see it fail, because it would be absolutely It would ridiculous. fail. It would totally fail. And I keep seeing on the timeline, I don't know what's going on, but a lot of people don't think Michael B. Jordan is a good actor. And I like I thought I thought he was fine. Like I've seen him in like what Fruitville Station and and uh Creed. On the wire, he was good, but everybody was like, "Yeah, he was the worst part of Black Panther." They said he murdered that uh, movie performance in a bad way, and I I'd never seen so much. I'm, I'm hearing the I'm hearing the opposite. I'm hearing people saying he's the best villain in the MCU. They they were saying that his some people were saying that he rivaled the uh, Heath Ledger Joker. I was like. I don't know what movie that I was watching, that, but that was at the beginning, though. That was like when it first came out. Like now that some time has passed, and I guess people feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, being more honest about Black Panther. But I mean, on my timeline, people are not happy with Michael B. Jordan's performance in like anything. They don't think he's good at anything as far as acting wise. And I, I I'm just surprised to hear that. I, I think he's a, a solid actor, but you know, maybe it's just hot takes or you know, trying to be a a contrarian, but. I would like to see them. I don't know if I'd like to see them try something new with Superman because I think the guy that was that has been playing Superman has been doing a really good job. I think he's been the best Superman that I've seen personally. So for him to to drop out is not good for DC because I don't know how you replace. That's like trying to replace Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man after two movies. Like, how do you replace that guy? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. So all you DCU fans, get at me. DCU is trash. So next thing we're going to talk about, it's kind of hella trash, but I can kind of understand it because the bills are trash. Vontae Davis. So the, the timeline kind of blew up during the game that apparently in the middle of the game, Vontae Davis chucked the deuce said, I'm out. Like, I, I, he said, I cannot do this anymore. They said the man checked himself out the game. Went to his locker room, changed his clothes, cleared it out, and just went home. He said, I'm done. It's <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Uh, the quote that he's saying is, I shouldn't be out here anymore. 
Uh, he's saying that he could not <laughs> play to the standards he set for himself. And the coach just like, yeah, you pulled himself out of the game. He, uh, yeah. He, and retired. Yeah, and there, was a, retired. And, there was a, and there was a full statement out after the game, like a full statement from the NFL talking about Vontae Davis's retirement. I'm like, yo, like how did this happen? How does this happen so quick? Like I know some of us have had bad jobs, and playing for the Bills right now is probably in the top five worst jobs you can have. They get their asses beat. This is two weeks in a row. Last week they got the backs blown out by the Ravens. Fans are in the parking lot, DDT each other, tables on fire. <laughs> and I understand it. If I played for the Bills or rooted for the Bills, I would do the same thing. So, or if yeah, you lived in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. That that weather is is no joke. But I, I don't think I've ever. This might be like this might be Black History. Like he he might be like on the Dave Chappelle skits of the first NFL player to quit their job in the middle of a game. Like this this has to be this has to be some some groundbreaking stuff. I I've, I've never heard this before. Yeah, this is this is an odd story to to just quit. Not and I don't want to say quit like he retired. Like he just I playing playing professional football is not something you want to do like half-heartedly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be out there, you better be out there like 100%. You just can't be out there just playing around. It's like, oh, I kind of want to be here because mess around and get your spine broken for no reason. But uh, to, to retire during halftime is – that's unheard of, I think. Well, I well mind you, they were, it, it was 28-6 to 6 at halftime. And last week they lost, yeah. what, 48 to yeah. like or something like that. <laughs> yeah. like, like, like mentally, that's that's got to be draining. But dude was a starter, like – I'm trying to figure out how long this had to be boiling or bubbling in his head that, hey, I'm going to make decisions. Like, I can't do this. And it makes you wonder, y'all out there listening or checking us out on Twitter, have you ever felt like that at a job? Have you ever pulled off that kind of stuff? Just like, you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Like, that, that's crazy. Uh, and the even crazier thing is his his salary is guaranteed. Hey, like his base salary of two million dollars is fully guaranteed. Collect the bag, cash out, secure cash that bag. out. I mean, I, you know, I you can be bad, but I ain't mad at him. The same Who people that are mad will do the same thing. Let's put it like that. Yeah, I mean, he probably just had enough of like Josh Allen, the the, the quarterback that's over there now, because he's not. I don't think he's going to be good at all. So you can only you don't want to pin your your knees in the future on that guy. Like, you don't want to be out there breaking your body for another bad quarterback. But I, I know for me personally, I've had some bad jobs and I'm just from like, that I just, certain things just happen to where you're just like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Like when I, I, I worked in, I worked at McDonald's for like two weeks and the two weeks I was there, every, and I, I worked the midnight shift. Every night I was there, I was taking home like, three bags of uh, double cheeseburgers. So that didn't help me in any Savage. way. <laughs> that didn't help me at all. And then uh, one night I was driving home at like five in the morning after working all night and I was driving the shitty ass car and the brakes went out. Like the brakes just completely stopped. Oh, God. So I'm driving and there's a red light and I can't stop my car. So I'm like, am I about to die here driving home from McDonald's? And I just so like French fries and nuggets <laughs> with, a, with a bag of McDoubles in my passenger <laughs> So like, I was like, thankfully for me, I was working overnight. So it was like super early in the morning. There was no people on the road. 
So I just ran through every red light and I just, I had to like, I guess, put on the emergency brake to, to stop at where I lived at. And at, at that point, I just was like, you know what? I'm not going back. I, I'm not, I can't do it. And that was my breaking point. So I'm not saying I can relate to Vontae Davis, who was a professional athlete. I'm not going to compare what he does to what I was doing, working at McDonald's for those two weeks. But, you know, sometimes you have a shitty job. You're just like, you know what? I ain't doing it no more. I, I can't. Yeah, so we definitely want to hear y'all's stories. We'll probably make that the next uh, our next contest. I actually also had an experience at McDonald's. I worked there for six hours. I did not even pick up my <laughs> I didn't turn in my uniform. I just, I just never back, so. six shout out to McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's for being hella trash. <laughs> Golly, yeah. Uh-huh. One shift, I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Hashtag this ain't this. So. But yeah, I'm sure his teammates are hella salty, but hey, only one of them have to deal with uh, getting blown out every week in cold-ass, miserable Buffalo, New York. So, Shot never getting the bag, though. I, I can respect the hustle. So, Hopefully he's on his way to a remote island to kick up his feet, maybe get a massage, drink some Mai Tai, something like that. You know, It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But staying on the NFL, your man Kaepernick, if you haven't been uh, paying attention to the news, he uh, caused an uproar where Nike signed him to their uh, 30th anniversary Just Do It campaign. And a lot of people, a lot of people, including your man 45, had very negative things to say about that. There's people out here wearing Nikes with pieces of tape covered over them, wearing Nikes with a piece of tape over it saying Reebok, burning their Nikes. Matter of fact, they're only burning the trash Nikes. Let's keep that real. I still have not seen one pair of Jordans, Air Maxes, Home Posits, or anything like that burn. So we already know what it is. And I actually saw a pair of those Nike Air Monarchs at the store. I was surprised they actually really sell those. Like I, I thought that was like a myth, but apparently they exist. But, 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 apparently the uh, the gamble that Nike took Colin Kaepernick's paying off, Nike's stock has closed out at an all-time high. All-time high. All-time high. So if you were a Nike shareholder, this signing definitely made you a couple extra zeros on your investment. Nike gained 170,000 Instagram followers. The <laughs> post they made with Colin Kaepernick was the second most liked interactive post they've ever had. The first would be the World Cup. So that, that shows you the scale of importance with that. Because the World Cup is literally the entire world commenting on that post. And Colin Kaepernick, a guy who had played in the league in years, was the second highest interactive and like posts they've ever had. <laughs> Why are, uh, I don't want to say they're just uh, 45 supporters, but they they kind of all sound like uh, 45 supporters, but why are they so bad at protesting things? Like they protest Nike and then all of a sudden Nike stock goes up. They have their biggest, you know, sale or they make the most money that they've ever made because people are so angry that there's like, how, do they not know how to boy? Maybe that, you know what? Maybe that's why they're mad about all these NFL players protesting because every time these 45 supporters protest something, that thing just makes more money and it gets, gets better and they don't understand it. So maybe that's why they hate protesting so much. It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it, it was actually funny because, uh, Daryl Ravel posted, Nike stock closed at 83.47, an all-time high for the company. LeBron quotes the tweet saying, well, I mean, I guess we're on fire. Hashtag jokes on you. Hashtag Nike lifer. Mm. So this this is definitely a, 
Ah, this definitely brought up in their face for all the people to uh, quote unquote jump ship from Nike. Like yeah. I <laughs> I burned my. Doesn't make. I burned. I burned the Nikes that I bought at a gas station, and and Nike stock is still going up. Why is this happening to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably any any you can insert any angry uh, mayonnaise people gif, and it applies because. Yeah, like we can't we can't keep acting like these people's kids don't wear Nikes. Like, it, this is this is a lot. This is kind of like the. Uh, the, the mayonnaise people hate rap music, but like their kids have every uh, Little Wayne, Stoop Dog, Kendrick Lamar album in their house. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the same thing. Like you guys are behind the times. You need to get with it. Nike's not going anywhere. Just stop being angry. Stop being racist. Stop being stupid. These are all simple things you can do in the privacy of your own home, and it hurts nobody. So if only if only it were that easy. If only it were that easy to just stop being racist. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you, what, did, what have you gained from this? Like, you burned your own pair of Nikes, and then what? Nike just shitted on you with all the money they made from that. Like, all the publicity they got from y'all's dumbasses acting a fool on the internet. You're just giving them free publicity. And I, and another thing, what is up with y'all and burning things? Why do y'all burn everything? Well, they have a rich, a rich history and tradition yeah. of burning, burning yeah. certain items. <laughs> But it involves uh, being angry at certain groups of people. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can do your Googles and figure out how that works. Yeah, so. look at the history of, of 45 supporters and burning things. Uh, look, as far as his, his father, who allegedly was a member of a group that wears a certain costume and likes to burn certain items. So mm. you, right. you can do your Googles on that as well, allegedly. So, But yeah, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, He's definitely uh definitely set the world on fire in a good way. So but we also with that advertised a contest for a Colin Kaepernick jersey, which is sold out, by the way. To all the people that boycotted Nike, it's definitely sold out. So if you want to get an exclusive Colin Kaepernick jersey, you have to wait. So shout out to him. So we, we did have a contest, and I don't know how these two things intersected, but <laughs> uh, Marcus will break it down. It, it is pretty hilarious. So. <laughs> I don't know how did this happen. I don't know how this even came together. But uh, I, I saw that uh, Colin Kaepernick was doing his own, you know, I'm with Cap uh, NFL style jersey, just for people to be able to show support for him. And I thought it would be a good idea for uh, us and you know people that listen to this this podcast to kind of show our support for him because we, we talk about him pretty often on this podcast so i wanted to figure out a way to you know support what he's doing so i asked uh the timeline to send us an email of you know the stories of how they lost their virginity and whoever has the best story would uh win a uh, colin kaepernick jersey so i mean right now they're sold out but i i have a feeling that they're going to restock on them because they you know sold out so fast so we're still taking emails. Um, we've gotten a few, and I'll just just a little peek of the one that I'm I'm looking at now. This involves um, a hotel in Atlanta, a very disappointed dad, and the movie <laughs> Sky High. So we'll we'll once we get all of them together, we're gonna read them all. But uh, 
so far we have some pretty interesting stories and uh i'll probably tell mine on on that day too because mine was pretty trash too i feel like everybody's was trash but it is yeah well, the crafty cake we're still waiting for your for your entry um kj i know you're saving yourself from marital bed like myself you know your girlfriend <laughs> brother but you did say you had an interesting story you got yourself discovery that you definitely should send in uh who else is out there um i know el chop i'm not going to but you know, <laughs> I mean, she is she KJ is smoking hookah right now, so I don't know what you know. She might be unborn. KJ was KJ was talking about some weird game that him and his friends play with like a cupcake and a whoa bunch of guys <laughs> in a circle. It was. You're, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it all out there because this is a Christian podcast. But Damn, KJ, KJ. Friends, they need help. That was disgusting, disgusting. I hope you didn't eat that. That's foul, so foul, mm-hmm. so many levels. Yeah, so definitely get those in. Uh, I don't know what the email is, but you can actually just DM us if that's quicker. So, you know, people don't send emails in 2018. But, yeah, send us your stories. We can all have a laugh and uh, keep the party going. Oh, one thing I want to shout out to uh, Mr. Letal at BSO. I write for them, so check out my posts on Twitter at blacksportsonline.com. And one of the stories I did today involved Lil Wayne. So as we know, Little Wayne is coming out with his long-awaited Carter Five album, which I really have no desire to listen to. To be honest, honest with you, I actually uh, tweeted on Twitter if people were actually looking out for this album. It was pretty mixed reviews. Like some people, I think, like the diehard Little Wayne fans are really looking for it. But I mean, it, I feel that ship has sailed. Like I would never imagine a time where Little Wayne wasn't the guy that moved the needle like that. And I'm sure in his circle, he does. But right now, it's like ah. I'm not really here for a little way out in 2018, to be honest with you. Like, I feel that ship has sailed. But the story wasn't really about his music. It was more or less about uh, getting some confirmation on a uh, old story he liked to tell. So one of the legends about Little Wayne is that when he was 12, he accidentally shot himself in the chest. But uh, details have been brought up with, uh, I think, through XXL Magazine that he attempted to commit suicide at the age of 12, which is crazy. Uh, this year has been really crazy with the suicides. We had Kate Spade, recently Anthony Bourdain, and now Little Wayne confirms that he also, at a very young age, attempted suicide. So, I mean, that's, 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 uh, that's some crazy news. What, what are your thoughts? That, that probably has, I mean, when it comes to, Lil Wayne at 12. Lil, was he, he wasn't rapping at 12, was he? I know he was rapping young, but I don't think he was rapping that that early. But when it comes to um, kids attempting suicide that young, there has to be some kind of correlation between that and growing up in a poor area, like not having a lot of money or not having just enough money to survive and live a normal regular life you know living in holly grove like that's not the best place to to grow up and it can be depressing you can have like ptsd you don't know how to deal with your feelings and at that age you maybe don't know how to process things you just think like my life isn't going to get any better than this so why why continue going so um i'd be interested to to see if there's any kind of correlation to that uh i I am glad that Lil Wayne, you know, failed in his suicide attempt because he has made good music. He has made great. He has made great music, 
and he has you know brought uh, a lot of artists to the forefront that you know without him might not have been uh, discovered so i mean lil wayne has been needed and it's it's a good thing he's out here but uh yeah that's i i feel like that's not as odd as as we as we think it is i feel like you know young poor people have mental issues that we just kind of ignore and it's probably something that happens a lot yeah i know he did you lose his father at a young age and also i, I wrote the same thing uh i wrote that uh fortunately for wayne fans that was one of the things he was unsuccessful at regarding his suicide attempt so uh, he he started rapping about it in a song, so he decided to open up. He felt that at this point in his life, he was ready to talk about it, you know, promote more awareness. So shout out to Lil Wayne for that. So definitely uh, check out that story on Black Sports Online. So, yeah, Carter 5 drops September 21st. I will listen to it at some point, but it, it's not something that I'm dropping everything I'm doing to listen to Lil Wayne in 2018. That's, that's just me personally. He is probably the mixtape guy, but album-wise, it's for me, it's hit or miss. So, I mean, it, it Carter, is what it is for me. Carter Three is not a classic. I didn't listen to Carter Three until probably six months to actual release because of so that all the hype around it. It was like it was mind boggling. Like, all right, man, I get it, man, but it, his his albums aren't really cohesive, and he really isn't saying anything on any substance. I know this isn't a music podcast. You can check out uh, Marcus Summertime and his Tribbles for our untitled music podcast we do but uh yeah i, I thought that was kind of kind of interesting that he shared that uh yeah and he, he should have never been in a conversation as the best rapper alive just because you say you're the best rapper alive doesn't mean that it's true i mean i understand having confidence in yourself but he shouldn't have been in that conversation the only thing him and jay-z have in common are the same last name that's it yeah yeah they they're 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 ancestors slave owners have the same last name that's that's <laughs> about it. That's that's about it. So, yeah. shout, shout out to him. But uh, what else? What else we got? What else we got? All right. So, all right. This this is what we're gonna do. We need to we need to hold people accountable in 2018. Like I know y'all were on the cancel wave, cancel this, cancel that, canceling this rapper, canceling this politician, canceling this movie star, yada yada yada. But I mean, I said people don't get canceled. Nothing gets canceled, anyways. But when are y'all gonna keep the same energy for your man Drizzy Drake? All right. So yeah, let the man slide for for ghostwriting. When he also at times claims to be the best rapper, I think he on on uh, Scorpion he said his top five Mount Rushmore is himself five times with five different expressions or something like that. It's just nonsense. Just just real core stuff. So let me get away with that ghostwriting. You let the blackface slide. And I'm very disappointed with how savage Twitter is that the blackface did not get as much run as I thought it should have gotten. Like, I expected to see people at his shows with blackface t-shirts. <laughs> like, I expected to see uh, you were hiding a child shirt. Nothing. Y'all just, y'all really just let that go. I'm, I'm very disappointed at the timeline. Very disappointed. But now, allegedly, your man Drizzy Drake pulled a tiger and is dating or allegedly dating, but for the sake of this podcast, because facts don't matter, shout out to Bodega Boys, Drake is dating an 18-year-old. Now, there's a weird section of Twitter that has a uh, has an issue with this. I think a lot of people do it for WeTweets, like, yo, oh, you're dating 18-year-olds, you're a weirdo. I mean, again, they're 18, they're going to be at the same club as 
anybody over 18 for the most part. So, I mean, that's that's up to your discretion. I mean, I'm, I'm indifferent on the issue. But the, the thing that makes this a little bit, not even a little bit, a lot of bit sketchy is that there are photos with Drake with this young lady in 2016. Yeah. So if you do the math, mm. it's 2018 now. She just graduated high school. So in 2016, she was about 16 years old. Yikes. So when Tiger did this same thing with allegedly Kylie Jenner, the internet, the timeline, social media killed him. He was a pedophile. He was a McNasty. Rightfully so. He was everything you could think of in the book. But allegedly Drake does this, and I don't, I don't see really too much going on outside of Twitter discussion. So y'all out there listening, I want to know y'all's thoughts of if this is appropriate, inappropriate, foul. Like, like, what's what's the deal? Is Drake is Drake the Teflon Don? Is he uncancelable? Can Drake do no wrong? Like, he can do whatever I, he wants. I feel Drake could come into your house and slap your mom and just say God's plan. He'd be like, "Oh shit, it's Drake," and just keep it moving. Like, it's I don't, God's plan. <laughs> it's yeah, God's yeah, plan. Yeah, have have a have a Ferrari suspended on the wall, raptures of your house floating around. I don't know. But play ping pong with you and Meek Mill. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean, when we're talking like legally, there's not, there's no crime when you're in your 30s dating an 18 year old. It's just weird. It's just hella weird. And in Drake's situ- situation and Tiger's situation, they weren't hanging with these girls when they were 18. They were peeping them out, scouting them out, trying to mold them into the women that they wanted them to be when they were like 15, 16, 17, when it is illegal to, to you know date minors. So this is this is a bad look for Drake. This is just, you, we can just add this to the long list of things that Drake has done that is questionable. Like you said, the ghostwriting, the the uh blackface, you know, all the weird tattoos he has, and now this. It's just like he's not even American. Why are we why are we defending him? Why is why does he get a pass for everything? Why is he able to? Oh, just... shout out to uh, Justin Bieber for getting his uh, citizenship. So he's he's trying to ditch the uh, oh god, it's like Drake, yeah, trying to jump. Yeah, ship. <laughs> hey man, hey build that wall, build that wall. Yeah, we need to build a wall up north too, not just the south. Get them all out of here. Keep them keep them from stealing our jobs and our children. Apparently, but uh, I remember when uh, who was it? Black China. She had the same thing. She was dating all these young rappers who were like 17 18 and people were like yo this is predatory this is creepy why is she preying on these young boys and people were right about that like i i remember seeing that and i was like man i should have i black china we got to get her out of here and i i didn't i guess i didn't realize it because it, it was different it's that whole double double standard thing where it's like you know women do it and it's different because if you're a guy who's 18, you're like, oh, that'd be great if a 30 year old woman was trying to get with me. But this shit is this shit is me- this shit, it's this is messy. This is messy to say the least. And I mean, if y'all if if we're not gonna do nothing about the blackface, then Drake can do whatever he wants, and it doesn't matter what he does apparently because I think it's weird. I think it's gross, but uh, I also feel that way about his tattoos and. Uh, you know, he's uh he makes people a lot of money, so 
I don't feel like a lot of the mainstream mediums, media is going to try to take him down or try to call him to the carpet or hold him accountable for any of his actions. Yep, so all y'all that like to fake care on the internet, y'all y'all just keep arguing much yourselves because nothing's going to change. So, yep, just wrapped it up. I'm just wondering where her parents at, but, you know, it is what it is. So due to El Chapa being AWOL again, probably like the third time this month, uh, Marcus is going to pick up the reins with the Wine It Out and uh, the Marcus Music Minute to close this out. So doing a lot of heavy lifting this week, I feel like, so. Um, yeah, El Chapa, like, we're going to have, you know, I think a, I think a long-term suspension has come from El Chapa, so uh, if there's a, a maybe semi-Hispanic young lady would like to come and <laughs> test test your uh, podcast skills, definitely hit me up at SBReport706 in the DMs. We can maybe, you know, maybe we can work on a, you know, six-month contract, you know, get El Chapa out to pay for a little while, so definitely uh, give me a holler. Just to let people know that we're serious about it. Uh, so for my wine it out, I don't have any wine because, you know, I just kind of thought about this just now. So what I'm drinking is, uh, just some holy pure, uh, tap water that, um, tastes great, very refreshing. But, uh, my wine is about toxic relationships and how they tend to hurt other people that aren't even in the relationship. And I thought about this while I was watching Sierra's favorite show, The Office. Jim and Pam are the definition of a toxic relationship. If The Office came out in 2018, we would be talking about Jim and Pam being toxic the same way we talk about Issa and Lawrence, how they were hurting people. There was all these you know, innocent bystanders that caught straight bullets and that were casualties in their nonsense. Like, Jim and Pam, during their whole quote unquote relationship, have hurt a lot of people they've caught. They caused one guy to lose his job. They caused one lady to move from a totally different state to be with Jim, just for Jim to lead her on and just leave her in the wind. It's just, they're, they're just hurting all these other people. And instead of dealing with the things that they need to deal with as adults, they decide to be immature and go back to their exes or get with someone to make the other person jealous or to get with someone because they feel like they don't have a chance with that person instead of just talking to each other. Jim and Pam are not relationship goals. They are one of the most toxic relationships I've ever seen on TV. And this is coming from someone that watched Insecure and watched Issa cheat on Lawrence. Jim and Pam are worse than that. It's not even close. So... That's my wine. Maybe next week I'll have a, an actual wine, but I'm going to just go right into the to the music minute here. Um, if, you, if you've been living under a rock, then you know that uh, Eminem dropped uh, an album, I guess like a week or two ago, Kamikaze. And on one particular song, he used a particular slur about Tyler, the creator, and it is uh, a homophobic slur. And I will say this at the beginning, it's not right for him to do that. He shouldn't do it. There's no excuse for that. But if it is 2018 and you're listening to an Eminem album and you get offended by Eminem saying the F word, where have you been? 
Do you not know who Eminem is? Eminem has been rapping like this since 1999. He's been talking about transgenders, gay people, lesbians, uh, poor people, uh, uh, trailer park trash people. He's been talking about cutting his ex-wife's head off, beating his mom to death, kidnapping his his girlfriend and her boyfriend and her, her boyfriend's son. He's talked about some problematic stuff and he's been doing that for a very long time. So for you to be like, oh my God, Eminem called Tyler the Creator the F word. I'm so offended. I'm never listening to Eminem again. You weren't listening to Eminem in the first place because that's what he does. That's like listening to NWA and saying, I can't believe they're saying the N word out here. They're talking about gangster rap. I'm never listening to NWA again. What the fuck did you think they were talking about? That's what they do. You don't watch football and get all, oh my gosh, they're hitting people out here? That's what they do out here? No. Don't, you see, when, and I understand, and, and I'm not trying to give any excuse for Eminem. Eminem is too damn old. It's 2018. You shouldn't be calling people the F word. But if that is something that offends you, then why were you listening to Eminem? Because that is what he does. He says offensive things. You can't, that you have no weight in that you it's it's frustrating it is frustrating you can't you can't go into something knowing that you're going to be offended by it and then be offended when they say an offensive thing you can't go to a boxing match and get offended when someone gets punched in the face you knew what time it was when you put in that kamikaze cd you know what eminem is about go back and listen to his early stuff go back and listen to his last album Go back and listen to all the skits he does. If you're offended by the F word, you would be hella offended by that stuff. So you guys need to get over yourselves. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. That's There's not much more you can say. Shout out to all the brand new Eminem fans 2018. Brand new. Yeah, so again, we appreciate y'all listening. Definitely drop a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, shout out to the Kids Wear Crowns Collective. We are part of the Podcast Collective. I definitely fail every week at updating the podcast for the site, but you know, sue me. God's plan. Uh, shout out to Trill T. Again, shout out to BSO. Check out my stories on there. Shout out to Tribble. Shout out to Gift Queen. Shout out to Jay Free, KJ Dallas Kid, NY Rissa, everybody else who listens to us, uh, everybody I missed. It's late. It's all good. It's all love. This is the Community Podcast, podcast for the people. We out. Peace. I see uh, Steve Sarkeesian is not getting fired this week. Apparently, he called a good game plan this week. So.